Hey everybody, welcome again. This is Pastor George. Once again, I'm excited to take you on this journey into the presence of God. On our last two episodes, we have been talking about prayer. We've been talking about, we kind of slow walking into it. We're talking about getting back into communication with God, just really aligning our lives back with him before we go into 2020. And even if you listen to this, when we get into 2020, we're talking about aligning our lives back with God. We we want to get right with God. You know, the Bible says that we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And that word righteousness means in right standing with God. And we know that we cannot work up on that righteousness, but we know that unrighteousness Righteousness. That, that is us not believing the word of God. That's us not uh, uh, taking hold of the faith and, and allowing that faith to come alive. That walk, makes us walk in unrighteousness. And when, when we hear the word of God or when we, we know the word of God, but we just make a conscious decision not to walk out those practical biblical principles, then we really refute the righteousness of God. We tell him that your righteousness is not good enough for me, that I want to walk in the, my own self-righteousness, my own self-will. I want to do life according to the way that I think life should be done in my eyes. And when we do that, we refute every plan, every promise that God has for us. When we make the decision to say, hey, I can't do this on my own. I need you. Abba, I belong to you. And when we make a decision to say that I need you more now than I ever done before, then we can receive and become a part of the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. When we start acknowledging him in all of our ways and really investing in our spiritual relationship with him, we will see dramatic changes in our lives when we take the few moments to invest in our relationship with the Spirit. We spend time investing in the things that we love, clothes, money, food, friends, family, relationships. But I want you to go into 2020 and throughout the year of 2020 or whenever you listen to this, I want you to invest in your relationship with Jesus Christ. I want you to take the necessary time to invest in the spirit. And that's what we're doing on today's podcast. We're going to invest in the spirit. So if you haven't listened to our last two episodes, please go back and listen to the last two episodes. Part one of expressing yourself, part two of expressing yourself. We've been talking about communication, coming back into fellowship with the Holy Spirit, remaining sensitive to the Holy Spirit. And so we've been talking about uh, how people think they are mature when they suppress themselves because that's what society says. We read from the book of 2 Corinthians and 1 Corinthians on our last episode and, and talked about how Paul said how we don't look at things from a human point of view. And then he said uh, in 1 Corinthians that I wanted to talk to you as if you were spiritual people, but I could not because you were still so in tune with what was going on in society. I mean, if you ask somebody what's going on in the news, they can shoot it out. You ask them what God is saying, they give you so many reasons of why uh, they can't hear God or why they don't know what God is saying. You ask them, what did the, what, what did the last celebrity do? What's the last celebrity? What's the last song? What's the latest dance? They know it. 
But if you start asking them what the word of God says, they don't know it. Or when was the last time you spent time in prayer? When was the last time you talked to God? They can't tell you because we as a people have to move away from being in love with the lust of the flesh and come back to living in the spirit totally. Uh, Living in the spirit just means that my I commune with God. Me and God have become one. I'm married to the word of God. And though he's my father, he's my brother, I'm the bride of Christ. And you've got to be secure in that. And so we're learning what is God saying about maturity? What is God saying? How do I handle my thoughts? How do I handle my feelings? How do I handle my emotions? From a biblical perspective, how do I handle that? What is an outlet that I can go to and express how I feel? And so we we ended off last week with talking about how uh, people don't have a positive outlet to go uh, and express how they feel. There are many people in jail who've committed crimes because they were not given uh, the proper outlet to express how they felt. They were not given the opportunity to be intelligently heard and helped. Uh, They reached their boiling point, the moment where they could no longer stuff their feelings inside and they exploded. There are so many people that are leading into an explosion because they've been trying to stuff their feelings. I mean, things have been happening Life has been happening and they've been packing it down. They've been packing it down. They, they, they've gone through disappointment, grief, hurt, uh, just all kind of things. They've made mistakes uh, and they're just packing all of this down without having a proper outlet or using the proper outlet to express how they feel. They're packing it all down. And remember we said in the last episode that you're headed for an emotional wreck. You're headed for something tragic that's going to happen in your life because you don't have a positive outlet. You don't have someone uh, to listen to you. And sometimes we talk, but we don't talk to people who have a mature ear in the spirit. Sometimes we talk to friends and, and the friend that you're talking to is not the person that can help you yield positive results. And oftentimes we talk to people and that's all we want to do. We want to talk. We really don't want uh, positive results from the communication because if we did, the first place we would go when we had a problem is we would go to God in prayer. Listen to this. People who do not have a place to go to express themselves after they stuff their feelings, they explode. As a result, other people, even the people they loved, were hurt and possibly even lost their lives. This happens when people are not able to find a place where they can trust enough to be able to express themselves completely. I'll read that again. As a result, other people, even people they loved, were hurt and possibly even lost their lives. Why? Hurt people hurt people. Hurt people hurt people when they're not able to find a place where they can trust enough to be able to express themselves completely. I want to add something to that. Hurt people hurt people when they do not go to the place 
where there is trust to express themselves completely. Sometimes we do have people or we do know of a place that we can go to to express how we feel completely, but we don't go to that place. Many of you listening to me already know the power of prayer. But when we have those feelings, those thoughts, those emotions, we do not go oftentimes to the place of prayer on purpose. But you've got to be intentional about your prayer life. Prayer is the posture from which trust can be established or restored. The place from which God can channel back to you your answer. You seek or you give the resolve you need to handle whatever situation you may be going through. Prayer is the place I learn to trust God. When you get in the posture of prayer, your trust can be established. It can be restored. Prayer is the place I learn to trust God. And I believe that is where a lot of people are right now. I believe people don't give of their time, their talent, and their treasure, not because they're not a giver, but they don't trust God. How can you say that? How can you say that? If you're driving right now listening to this, when you come to a red light, you're going to put your foot on the brakes and you trust that when you give your foot to the brake, the brake is going to stop the car. When you sit in a chair, you're going to give yourself all of your weight to the chair and you trust that it's going to hold you up. You give to whatever you trust. There are some people that don't even trust the people they're in relationships with, but they still give themselves to the relationship, not because they're not a giver. So you don't give of yourself in the spirit because it's not that you're not a giver. You don't trust the one that you're giving to. And your trust in Abba, your trust in the spirit, needs to be established, it needs to be restored, and prayer is the place that you learn to trust God. Prayer is the place that you began building a relationship with the Spirit. Prayer is the place that you began getting to know the Spirit of God, and the Spirit of God begins to show you that He knows about you. Prayer is the posture from which trust can be established or restored. And as leaders, because you know, Grace City, it's our vision to equip, encourage, and empower uh, emerging leaders. It's our vision to equip, encourage, and empower emerging leaders. So we know as leaders, I need to give you a point. Spiritual leaders. Oftentimes, for whatever reason, people's trust in God needs to be established or restored, not because God hasn't proven himself trustworthy in the word of God, but there is something in them that can only identify 
with what they see through their natural eyes and not what they see in the spirit. So their trust has to be established or restored, right? But because they have not learned to trust in what they can't see, even though what they can't see is greater than what they can see, because they look at things from an outer appearance and cannot see the heart, leader, spiritual leader, you are the most Jesus, the most Bible, the most God a person can see. And while a person's relationship is being established and restored back in the spirit, you are the liaison of that trust. What I'm trying to tell you, if you breach the trust between the person you're leading, then their trust in God is going to be breached and broken. There are many people who don't trust God like that because uh, spiritual leaders breach their trust in God. I hope that makes sense to you. I hope that makes sense to you. You remember the scripture we read uh, in Corinthians last week or last episode when, when Paul began to tell them that I would talk to you like spiritual people, but I've got to talk to you like infants uh, because I, I've got to restore your trust back in God. So I've got to be able to speak a language of the spirit that you can understand and comprehend because right now your ability to hear God is coming from your ability to hear me. And spiritual leader, you have to be real, you have to be transparent, and you have to be trustworthy. The people have to see that you are a trustworthy person if they're going to learn to trust God through your behavior. I hope that makes sense to you. So if prayer is the posture from which trust can be established or restored, but the person needs to see a prayer life, needs to see a person that is an example of that that says, I'm not perfect, but I'm striving for perfection, that needs to be you. They need to see you being that example so that they can build their own relationship with Christ. But until they can do that, they've got to build a relationship with you and you will be the one to connect them with Christ. Jeremiah 3.15, I'll give you a passage according to my own heart who will feed you with knowledge and understanding. The pastor, the leader, the, the whoever, the mentor, will be the guard and the guide. You will help bring them back, reconcile them back to the Father. Jesus was that. They would not hear the prophets. But when Jesus came, he had to be a physical manifestation in the earth of what he was teaching. He had to be there as something they could hold on to tangibly until their faith went from the seen to the unseen. And then his apostles had to be those people. You have to be that person. There were some people that will not trust God like that, but they will trust you. 
And through them trusting you and you leading them to Christ and the spirit, then you will step back as the intercessor and they will trust God and they will trust you because they trust God instead of trusting you and then trusting God. And many people have been hurt in their relationship with Christ because in the place where the leader should have been directing them through God, through their trust and through the person's trust in them, they did something or some things that were not trustworthy. And before that person could learn to trust God beyond the leader, their trust was already breached. Their trust was already broken. I hope that makes sense to you. Prayer is the place you learn to trust God. Trust. Church is the place you learn to trust the leader. You cannot fully embrace what you don't trust. You cannot fully receive from what you don't trust. When your trust is limited in a, in a person, a place, a thing, so will your ability to receive. If I don't trust the chair, I'm not going to fully sit in the chair. Because I don't trust that the chair has what it takes to hold me up. So I'm going to be uncomfortable trying to sit on something I don't trust. It's going to be hard for me to do whatever it is I need to do that requires me to sit in the chair if I don't trust the chair. It's going to be hard for me to maintain the type of relationship I need to maintain if I don't fully embrace the chair. It's going to be hard. It's going to be hard for you to be successful in 2020 if you don't trust the person who said, I know the plans that I have for you. It's going to be hard for you to embrace everything God has for you. If you don't know the person, if you don't trust the person who says, I know the hairs on your head. I want to take you on a journey of God, on a journey with God. I want to take people on a journey in 2020. I want to teach them how to trust God. If I can teach you how to trust God, your trust is connected to your love level. If I can teach you to trust him, you can fall in love with him. If you can get a person to fall in love with him, there are some things about sin you won't even have to teach. Because they love him too much to hurt him. So I pray you are blessed by something. We went over time today. We went over time. But I pray you are blessed by something on this episode. And I'm not even going to make another one for a little while. Maybe maybe a few more hours. Maybe a day. Maybe a day or two. I want you to really get in this one. I really want you to go in prayer. Because prayer is a place that you learn to trust God.